guys, welcome back to the Mini Life Podcast. I am your host, Mini Mike. I have a very special one today. My good friend and fellow mini owner, Hero, is joining us on the podcast. We talk about how he found his classic mini, Morris. All of the iterations it's gone through, several engine swaps, and maybe a soon-to-come special project. Um, He also had a couple short stints with uh, some other mini variants that you get to hear about, as well as some other cool projects that he has. So stay tuned. Please like, comment, subscribe, whatever you actually do on podcasts. I think you can follow. Not too sure. Give me some feedback. I really want to hear who you guys want to hear on the podcast next. Um, If you have anyone specific, I definitely have a long list of mini owners I want to run through. Uh, That sounds weird, but you know what I mean. Stay tuned and enjoy the show. And we are live for Hero's first podcast. The one and the only Hero and Co. Welcome. Thank you for coming, dude. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, appreciate it. Like this is awesome, and super excited to be on. Hero was just saying he doesn't listen to podcasts, so hopefully we can convert him. Oh, that's you really don't listen to any podcasts. That's changing for sure. Ever since Mini Mini Life started, um, yeah, not really. I, I'm a music guy, so uh, okay, okay. Yeah. I feel like you could be. A, I'm I'm definitely a music guy, but I feel like I don't know. Uh, like on walks and stuff, I do podcasts. It's a good call. Or, or long drives. Long drives, short drives, music. Long drives, I don't know. Depends. Totally I've agree. been a podcast guy recently. I don't know. Not in the mini, though, because you can't really hear much while you're driving. So. <laughs> in, the, in the mini, when I was doing that road trip, yeah, I had that like a little Bluetooth speaker, and I was trying to listen to music. It was blasting, and I was like, I had to like put it on my lap, and then I was like holding it like on my shoulder with the the seatbelt. <laughs> like, oh, That's yeah, funny. I have a little Marshall uh, speaker in my mini, and it it's maxed out. I, all I hear is just the motor, and there's this weird rattle in the back that keeps rattling. I know where it's from. I haven't fixed it yet, but that's all I hear, man. So no podcast for me. Not even music in the mini. It's funny. Dang, you're, that speaker's pretty big, too. Um, It's like a little... It's like this big. Yeah, it is big, but not big enough. It's, it's, yeah, it's decently big. It's bigger than the one I have, but yeah. it looks cool, though. It, it definitely does. fits your interior. Hope so. Uh, well, I, like I said, thank you for coming. Thank you for joining us here on the... Uh, I don't know what episode this will be for or something like that. Wow. But, yes, yes, yes. So, uh, Hero, I met Hero here in uh, the greater L.A. area. Um, we kind of like Ricky on Ricky knows episode. Uh, I saw you guys uh, meeting up with a ton of minis. And I was like, where the hell are you guys meeting? And, um, yeah, that's how kind of SoCal, everyone thinks SoCal classic minis is like a, a club. And I told some guy, he was like, tell me about your demographics for SoCal class, classic mini. I was like, I don't know. It's like, demographics. <laughs> it's just like a bunch of guys that want... yeah, yeah. Well, it was this, um, very nice guy, Pat, and he's, I'm trying to help him with, uh, mini meets West. Maybe he'll be on the pod. And uh-huh. he was, I think he was just trying to figure out how to like, uh, you know, promote it or whatever. And I was like, I honestly, it's just a young guys, old guys. I have no idea. It's just, 
a page where we kind of post a meetup and hang out, I guess, really. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Like, we're not really a group. There's no, you know, politics to it. It's just kind of, I kind of run the Instagram and I, I run the flyers and I try to get everyone together once a month and just for joy, just for fun and just to see other people's minis and connect and really just drive our cars. Like, and it's so cool to see all the different minis together in, in different variations. And like, it makes you helps you learn a lot and put the community together. And that's why we do it. And that's why SoCal Classic Minis exist, really. I think it yeah. looks more official because of your uh, graphic artwork. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> because of your because of your flyers, everyone thinks it's like a super legit thing. And it's probably uh, the biggest Mickey Mouse operation. <laughs> it, it really is. It's like, hey, you guys want to do something in like two weeks? I'll put something yeah, together yeah, real yeah. quick and then post yeah. it. Um, yeah, there's some more legit ones and non-legit ones, but yeah, pretty much just throw a flyer on, throw it on the IG. Who wants to come, comes. You don't, you can't come. The funny thing too is that like, hey, everyone always messages me like, hey, who's coming? And like, how many cars? I'm like, I got four confirmed. And then the That's day comes. That's literally the running joke. Yeah, and then the door, the day comes. There's 25 minis parked outside. I'm like, well, no one said they were coming, but they're coming. Um, every time that's the running joke literally no one rsvp not that it really matters no, but it's but... always like oh who's going who's going and yeah. then there's like 20 shows up like, yeah <laughs> typical every time that's funny yep so let's get into uh how you found your classic mini. i'm, I'm curious i want to hear the story about uh your famous mini morris yeah that's the name everybody so my name the name is morris mini um Hey guys, I have a 1977 Mini 1000 from New Zealand. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it was New Zealand. Yeah, it's New Zealand plated, so not a lot of rust, which is cool. If you're ever looking for a Mini, find one in New Zealand or, or Australia. Um, that's where the non-rusted ones are at. But um, yeah, man, I guess to start, um, I've always wanted a Mini growing up. You know, I guess probably the same story as most people watch the Italian job, the original one, the new one. Um, everywhere I go, every time I saw one, I always took a picture of one. I always, when I'm a huge cyclist and like every time I'm riding my bike, oh my, oh shit, a mini, oh shit, a mini. I'm always stopping taking pictures. And I guess I always knew I wanted one. I just never knew if I could afford one or whatnot. So, um, yeah, I mean, I grew up a little bit, you know, got a stable job and like had some money saved up and I'm always on Craigslist right day and night. Okay, probably all of us are, but Craigslist, OfferUp, Facebook, Facebook wasn't really that big at the time, but um, yeah, it was just every day, just my search was for classic mini, and then I would do the filter, it's like mini, and then I'd put max year date 1999, because, you know, that's like the cutoff, um, and I found a mini on Craigslist, way over budget, not the one I wanted, um, and I then I was like, um, I don't even want that one. I don't want a mini 1000 with a single speedo. Um, you know, it was red. It looks red. And and then it's not red. But I'll tell that tell you guys about that right now. And then I saw it on eBay, the same photos, same listing. It was in California where, where you know, where we're from and nowhere, not in LA, but in Hemet, California. Um, hmm. Hemet, California, if you guys don't know where that is, good, because even the guy that sold me the car says, why are you here buying a car? You shouldn't be here, because it's kind of like crack town. Um, yeah. He's so, like, please be safe. <laughs> yeah, please be safe. Buy the car and take off. Um, but yeah, I saw it on eBay, too, and it was on a bid. And I was like, oh, my gosh, 
it's way under a quarter of what he was asking for on Craig's. So I went in and I was like, all right, cool. If it's at a quarter, I'm going to go ask for half off, you know, what he's asking. And then started with that. And then I was like, you know what? The guy was like, kind of met up a little higher, but I showed up. He said, the listing said, Mini Cooper 1000, you know, like everyone would say. And then it said, right. um, running and driving, fluids changed, um, brakes redone, all this stuff. I was like, cool, let's do it. We, we kind of came up with an offer deal. And I was like, right, cool, I'll come up on Thursday. And showed up on Thursday. Two hours away, I drove my car on a work day. I was like, screw it. I'm just going to work from a Starbucks or something on my phone. Drove down there, and I show up. The guy's not even home. He goes like, yeah, just go look at it. It's in my driveway. <clears throat> and so I go look at it, and it looked red on the photos, guys, like red, which is classic, right? It's a red It really does sense. look – yeah, it really yeah. does. And then I show up. It's orange. It's like this, like, burnt orange, which is a huge throw-off more. I was just like, man, I don't know if I even want this thing. It's orange. But it's a unique orange. It's like a burnt orange that was like New Zealand, Australia specific for the 1000s in the 70s. It was really interesting. So I was like, hmm, I didn't know that obviously at the time. I didn't know anything about cars at the time. It, and the guy's like, take a look at it. You know, the keys in the ignition, whatever. Do what you got to do. I'm like, this guy needs a key in the ignition? Like, that's weird. I go inside. I thought he just he just said it was dangerous, didn't he? Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's dangerous. Like this in... guy is like it's in his driveway, unlocked. He's like, no one wants that piece of shit. Yeah, huh? no one wants it. And then <laughs> I like go and I try to start it, and it cranks, 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 and it guess what? It doesn't run. Um, hey, wait, this was all without the guy there. Yeah, this is all with the guy. Oh, the guy there. And the guy's like, I'll be there in thirty minutes. Just keep looking at it. And I'm like, okay. Wow. So I'm like looking through everything. You know, I checked all the major rust. There wasn't any, which is great. Um, plopped a hood, you know, the carburetor is missing the filter and like, you can tell it's been <laughs> dabbled with and I didn't know anything about cars at the time. So, but I knew that I could get it running and I will get it running because it's the guy's crank. Um, and so I was like, the guy comes and he's like, yeah, it was running last week. You know, I drove it around the block. I'm like, dude. And then the crazy thing too, is like the title. He didn't even have the title in his name. It was some dude's name. He got it in Colorado. And I'm like, what is this car doing here? Like, he's like, Whoa. I bought it in Colorado, I shrepped it here, and now I'm selling it. And I'm like, oh, whatever, man. So he never, like, switched it into his name, or he stole it? You know, those are the two options, Those are the two options. And then he gave me the bill of sale he had that from the previous okay. owner. And it was on a half piece of paper, that like, like line paper from elementary school, and the crappy pen writing. And he was smart because he left the name blank. And he left wow. the, the date blank. So he knew how to flip cars. And I was like, you know okay, what? I'm already here two hours away. Um, um, what am I going to do? Be either buy it or don't buy it. So I got him to drop the yeah. price an extra five, $600 off because it wasn't running. He's like, yeah, water probably got in the car because it rained the day before. And I'm like, I don't know, man, but whatever. I'll take it. Let's go. I wanted it. It was beautiful. It was clean, like enough where I can know everything was there, luckily. So besides right. the, the carb filter. And so I was like, I can figure this out. We'll figure it out. And so I scrambled on Yelp to find a tow truck driver. You didn't have AAA. By the way, guys, if you guys ever get AAA for a car you're going to buy next week, AAA doesn't only gives you seven miles tow for the first 30 days. So just know if you're trying to ship, to ship your car 100 miles, AAA ain't gonna do it for at least thirty days. Really, I didn't know. I've had 
trip i've had tri- it's funny it's a side note on triple a i've had triple a for a long well my parents have and every time i call it says like 30 something years service and then I'm like, thank you for i'm like i'm i'm only 34 so i wasn't driving. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's so funny but anyway sorry that was i always find that yeah funny. totally um but yeah so if you guys want to utilize triple a um make sure you have it 30 to 40 days before um, and you have that gold membership or whatever to get a hundred miles. But so whatever, I scrambled, found a guy on Yelp and like within 20 miles away with a truck and a trailer, he came by, did the exchange, shipped it home. I drove home and 30 minutes later it was in my driveway and I was like the most ecstatic. I own a classic mini, um, next to my daily Honda Civic, which was like mind boggling and obviously wow. not running, but that only took a week or two or three after to get it running. And then it's a rabbit hole from there. I mean, what, three motor swaps <laughs> in, uh, hanging whoa, out with whoa, so whoa. three. Yeah. All right, hold on. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, this is an interesting story. I don't, yeah. I've never knew this about this. And I, I thought it was just like, a, Oh, I picked Cause we've talked however many times about your mini. I thought you just, picked it up boom bango i didn't know this kind of sketchy side story about it this is good i like sketchy i I, it's sketch if you listen to podcasts and you listen to my first one i had i love sketchy deals as you may know um so okay wait so he basically swapped over the bill of sale to you and but you had title and everything or -hmm. should we not mention that there was (laughs) (laughs) there was a title and there was a bill of sale and they were both not in his name. They were from the previous owner. He purchased it okay. from his name. So he was a middleman and technically okay, it's not before. technically yeah. legal. Technically. But, yeah. It's like a gray um, area. He yeah. shouldn't, have, he shouldn't have done it. Yeah. That's yeah, not good. But, him, but, but who's going to drive to Hammett, California and tell him anything anyway. So exactly. As long <laughs> as it wasn't stolen, you would have found out real quick. Yeah. If it was stolen. I guess. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you got a good deal on it. Totally. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. So let's get back to, um, you know, I don't want to skip this since you already brought it up. The engine swaps. Okay. So it had a, it had a 998 in it. Yeah. So stock mini 1000 from the seventies. So it had a 998 HS four carb, nothing crazy, nothing special running, um, running with a asterisk. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, and then pretty much after that, I got it running. It was pretty much just timing and kind of carb adjustments, which I had to learn to watch a bunch of YouTube videos. Um, my dad's a mechanic. I was living at my parents' house at the time, um, but he only knows Japanese cars. And so he saw okay. this British car, and he's like, yeah, the timing belt does this. There's like, my dad, there's no timing belt. Like, <laughs> and he's like, this the valves just this way. I'm like, uh, no, this is completely different. This is like 1960s tech. Like you worked on 80s, 90s, 2000s Hondas and Civics and whatever. But he tried to help. He couldn't. So it was just the dark web, like forums, watching Stevenson Motorco, Classic Mini Day Y, um, all that, just to like understand timing, to understand valve clearances, to understand all that. Um, had no idea. I just know you needed what spark feel and like air. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, okay. That makes sense. And then, you know, decided to take the valves apart. I took the, actually had to do a head gas. My dad's like, it's pretty easy. It's only like five bolts. I'm like, 
it was, but I don't understand what a head gasket is, you know? <laughs> right, 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 right. So that's funny. And then that's when so I your dad in. was a, a, a JDM car mechanic? Yeah, he used to own a shop in the 80s um, working on specifically yeah, Japanese cars. So okay. luckily, cool thing is that he has, he sold his shop, but decided to keep all of his tools. Um, so yeah, like snap on everything of like random crap I've never even seen or heard before. He's like, this thing does this. I'm like, what is that? Um, and so I, I was had the luxury of using all of his tools at my, while living there to, to work on my car. And that was another reason why I wanted to get my car. Cause I knew I had the tools to get it running. Um, but now I, I just use Harbor Freight tools cause I don't live there anymore, but it works. And... <laughs> I'm in the same boat. Hey, uh, lifetime we, warranty. We were just talking about lifetime yeah. warranties. Lifetime warranty. You know. Listen, they get the job done on most things. Certain things I don't use them for, but generally, like some sockets, some some cheap wrenches. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. I don't care. No right? biggie. It's all good. I like this. Um, how you're kind of talking about. Okay, your dad was a mechanic, but you didn't per se really know anything were you not into cars really or you just never really dabbled with them before did you ever hang out with your dad in the shop or or what no so when i was born the shop was gone um but i've always been into cars rc cars growing up i used to race i used to buy these little x mods at radio shack they're like fully customizable those are sick like probably worth a lot of money now um they're in my shed somewhere probably um, but yeah, my dad always had all his tools. So I would always be rummaging through his tools and like throwing sockets at him. He's like, hey, those are expensive. I'm like, I didn't know all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that then, snap on money. <laughs> yeah, and then um, he always had an engine crane in the yard too. So I would always like jack a engine crane and then hang from it and then twist it and then come down with it as a kid. <laughs> like I was around car things and RC cars and things like that. I just never had my own classic car to dabble with. And like, I had a Honda Civic, pretty reliable, kind of just drove it. Um, um, I also had my first car ever was an 84 Kia pickup truck that he got for 1500 bucks with like 150,000 miles on it. And I drove that to high school in and out, but it was a Toyota truck and it kept working. We never had to fix it. Um, Okay. Besides brakes. Any like mods to your Civics or anything? No, nothing. It was... Dang, you weren't a, you weren't like a well, I, nicer boy. No, I wasn't. I mean, I painted the grill black once, and then <laughs> <laughs> you painted. Come on, you let's you did a plastic dip, didn't you? Maybe at the time it could have been plastic <laughs> dip that grill, so I can pull it back out and re-chrome again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, super funny. Like, never really worked on it until you know I had an old plastic car to work on, and. Besides paint, I know how to paint things. I've painted bikes, um, painted rims, the little RC cars I painted as a kid, like eight, nine, ten years old, I was spray painting things always, but never mechanically inclined. But I'm always. Yeah, if you guys check out Hero's Instagram, he's always tinkering on his mini and his bikes and stuff like that. But that's, that's funny that you said that because I always like, man, he's like legit with painting things it's always really it always at least on instagram it looks like it turns out really nice <laughs> it does it does i mean it's pretty i understand the concept of it and it's super yeah. easy and yeah like never really gone to a paint shop paint's expensive um so i've always liked to do it myself and same thing with working on the car too right like i'm gonna do it myself 
I agree. I mean, I, when I had my, uh, my new minis, uh, when I was, you know, first driving stuff like that, I did, you know, basic bolt on cold air intakes and stuff like that. But, nice. you know, I'm kind of like you when I first got my classic mini, it was a huge project. So it was just, you know, my dad never worked on cars at all. My uncle was very mechanical. He's huge British car guy. Um, that'd be another good pod pod episode there even though he's not a mini guy he's a british car guy um but i didn't live near him so i never really had like a mechanical thing so mini was a great and i think you would agree is a great first kind of project car because it it, for the most part it's pretty easy like tight spaces but it's pretty easy to kind of learn yeah i mean your car had like no wheels or suffering on it at all and you had no mechanical like knowledge and then you kind of just went winged it and figured it out is that how your mini came along too pretty much i mean that's impressive i i I wouldn't say i like didn't have mechanical i took like auto tech so i was like familiar but that was high school so i was familiar with you know dinking around on stuff but i just wasn't afraid to it was already messed up so i wasn't afraid to like mess it up there wasn't like that's awesome i don't know i guess yeah, it was like I wasn't driving it yet, so I was like, all right, let's put it together and just double, triple check torque settings Dude, and just follow so... the... That yeah, but it was just awesome. like you have the Haynes manual, right? Like it pretty much just tells you how to do everything. I actually don't have the Haynes manual. What kind Dude, of mini owner I, are you? I have Google forums and do the knowledge. Oh. The plethora of knowledge for minis on the internet is insane compared to any other vehicle, I think. It's true, but I was just talking about this, and it'll come out, uh, you know, by the time you guys are listening to this, you've already heard this, but I was talking with Cole, and when I was doing my engine build, Lehane's manual literally, granted, I watched his videos, I watched other videos, I watched a ton of YouTube, Google, but the Haynes manual, when I was in the garage, I didn't have my computer, I didn't want to mess with my phone, Yeah, it literally had, like, step one. Um, lay out the piston. Step two, put the ring. Like it, I don't remember the exact order, but it was like literally step by step by step by step. And then it got to like the tolerances, pull out this and do this. And I was like, wow, this is it literally step by step how to build the engine. And, you know, obviously that's on websites and, and YouTube, but it was quite amazing. I thought that's awesome. Yeah, you should definitely pick it. You'd like the Haynes manual. I, I picked up the, the how to tune an A-series motor by Vizard before I got a Haynes manual, so I thought that was more important. <laughs> <laughs> I think, oh, okay. Uh, to be fair, if yours was pretty much running and driving, I probably would have done the same thing. <laughs> I think that was my second purchase before mine was even close to being on four wheels. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Oh man, that's good. Okay. So (laughs) you got, so I was diving back on your Instagram, follow hero and co. And, um, I saw this kind of process when you, you pulled up Morris and it wasn't, I think the first post was like, here's the new edition. It was after you already did everything, but you did some, you did the head gasket. You did some, you know, basic maintenance to kind of get it running timing and stuff like that. So then you kind of just drove around the 998 for a while or what, what was the first kind of mod or yeah. first kind of step you did here? I was so excited. It started running, it started sputtering and I was in awe of like excitement. I'm like, we did it. 
Um, this was probably what, two weeks, three weeks after getting the car into my driveway, but just replaced a few things like the, a new coil. Cause I knew that needed to be replaced. Um, just like some of the electrical stuff. But yeah, other than that, I drove it around as is, um, for, for a few months, you know, I mean, I, I, it was, I was going to the first SoCal classic minis meet and maxing out 55 miles an hour. And I thought that's what a mini was like a 998. Uh, and I'm like, dude, I can't go on the freeway. These guys are like going on the freeway gunning. I'm like, how are you guys doing that? But I drove it. I drove it to downtown car meets, all these spots. Um, it was actually, I got it in 2020, like December or December of 2019. So right before COVID. Um, so luckily during the COVID time, I was working on it and had time to work on it. And that's how I got it. That's how I so fast. I, I went through it so fast, like running through it all. But because right. we were COVID, we were locked up at home. We, I drove Morris all the time, like just to get out of the house. And and it was seriously for five, six months, just driving and driving it until, um, and I actually was driving and driving and upgrading it slowly. Like actually write the A-series tuned wizard book. I got dual HS2 carbs to make it faster because I'm like, I can't be going 55 miles an hour all the time. Um, so I got the dual carbs, HS2s, restored them, threw that on, and I got the 60 miles an hour, which was great. <laughs> did it really bump you up that much? It did. It did. It, it got a boosted acceleration. But you know what I figured out? I think it was too much fuel that eventually the car started smoking like smoking really um, bad like i was driving around 60 miles an hour gunning it and there was just smoke in the <laughs> in the in the cockpit smoking the engine i'm like yo i added a breather because like oh it's smoking so you add a breather you know and then a catch can and, and it helps out and then that started smoking and i get all this smudge on it i'm like oh shoot i think there's a lot worse it's, there's something else happening than just me going 55 65 miles an hour all the time and <laughs> and i do my my wife because she was always in the car with me she's like i can't go with morris anymore i'm like why not she's like i smell like gasoline like really bad <laughs> like it, it was bad it was so bad to like i like dude there's smoke in here while we're driving like, it was and i knew something That's had to bad. change it was bad and it's okay and, mine was like that when i first started to yeah <laughs> And I'm like, oh, yeah. I probably only have like, yeah, I was driving a lot, but probably only like what, eight, 500, 800 miles ever since I got it. So, I mean, I think the, t the, the motor was pretty worn, like since I got it. And um, my speedometer has been stuck at eight, nine, 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 nine kilometers, you know, <laughs> like since I got it, I think the guy pulled the speedo cable when I bought it. So he can like, it doesn't go up anymore. But I reinstalled the pseudo cable and that 89999 still doesn't work. So it must have been 89999 a really long time. And that's a long uh, time. That's a lot of kilometers for for a Mini, right? Like I feel like 100,000 kilometers is pretty much max life for an A-series. Well, at least an original one. That seems like a lot. I don't know. I don't know. The that's like what, 70,000 miles or something? 60,000? Yeah, 60, yeah, I guess. Yeah, like nice. kind of need to rebuild and didn't realize yeah. it um check compression i was like 105 psi all the way through on all four um that's like 60 psi less than it should be for each cylinder so it warmed pretty evenly that's probably why it... i was gonna say at least it was consistent <laughs> exactly and like it lived its life i think 
um, and then decided I found another 998 um, on Mini Mania with subframe built in. Thanks, Martin. Um, <laughs> he's now in our group, but I hit him up. I was like super low balled him. I was like, yo, engine um, 998 with subframe for what? 200 bucks, $175. And because he, yeah. he was doing a Honda swap and it was taking up garage space. So I pulled up there with my parents' Honda Odyssey and an engine horse and put a subframe in 998 and we've been friends ever since he's in our crew now um and i got his 998 and that was when i started working on my second motor right so okay so that was the one that i was confused about i was like mm -hmm. didn't you just go from anyways okay yeah all right that makes sense now okay so you're on your second 998 yeah um and then sw5 cam i right started learning a few things repainted it it was the yellow one from a rover so probably had really good miles did the head gasket swap sw5 cam and then um painted it moa green um looked great ran great put a dual carbon and rebuilt that subframe on the side with cooper s disc brakes i was actually running drum brakes the entire first motor um all four oh. all the way around and yeah so 55 miles an hour and four way drums. i was good <laughs> I was gonna say, good thing you could only go fifty-five with the drums, huh? <laughs> exactly, and I was like, these bricks were great. Like, I have no reason to go to this. Um, but engines out, I'm like, might as well just do it. And I built that subframe and motor, everything ready to go, like ready to the point where I can do this swap in a weekend. My first engine swap ever of all time. But I had everything ready, and the motor came out after we actually had a SoCal Classic Mini runs up Angeles Crest. Um, literally did that run in the morning, came home smoking, smelling like crap, and <sighs> huge pile of oil spewing out. And I got home at like noon that day and started tearing it apart. And on Monday or Tuesday, I had a new rebuilt 998 in there with Cooper S disc brakes overnight. Dang. A few days. So you dropped the whole subframe and engine out? Or yep. did you pull the engine subframe? How'd you yep. do it? Engine out top and then um, subframe down bottom. I did this. I didn't want to drop the whole thing down because um, I don't have jacks or anything tall enough to bring my car up yeah. to like yank everything. So engine out top right. and then subframe down um, I found was the easiest. Um, and then kept all the original, you know, like original brake lines that go through the back, but, you know, just new braided lines up front. Um, and then luckily the old fuel pumps are already mounted on the engine block. So that's super easy mechanical fuel pump. Um, and then the assemblies for the disc brakes I did on the side already before doing the whole swap. So it was pretty much plug and play. It was actually really simple. Um, and then the carbs are already tuned. So that was like a pop on and then timed accordingly, you know, um, at like, like I kind of gauged it off of the existing motor. And oh my gosh, mm. it was like started on the first run. If you go on my Instagram, I have some few highlighted stories. Um, and I think that was the first 998 swap. And oh my gosh, for $200 or less, I think, thanks to Martin, I had a brand new working mini, I mean, motor at least, which is unheard of. So appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause even now with a 998 and a subframe, is that's a great deal. Yeah, I think so. Although I think I just actually got one for about the same not too long ago. But That's true. I think, I don't know, the guys that did say, said it was a 998, but I think it's actually a 10, no, uh, 1100 or something like that. Ooh, exciting. 
I think, I don't know. I don't even think it's a mini engine, to be honest with you, but <laughs> <laughs> that's neither here nor there. It's on a mini gearbox. I don't know. <laughs> Side tangents here. Side tangents. Yeah. We love, we love yeah. uh, good deals. I love a good totally, deal. Totally, totally. And yeah, like the deal you got on your Cooper S. Thanks. Um, Actually, this that's thanks to you, really. You're the one who posted that, didn't you? I think so. I think I said that. I was going to go get it and not tell you guys. And uh, I was busy. I I was at work and couldn't go, and dun, I was like, dun, "I'm gonna, dun. I'm gonna forfeit this to the crew." And I threw it wow. in the chat. Are you mad? Are you no, sad I'm now? not because I'm glad that it's in SoCal Classic Minis and it's in SoCal and it's and you own it because it deserves to be here. Um, and yes, it, it does. And I saw it I in person. So. That thing is freaking cool. That is a piece of history. And it is cool. I can't story. wait. I'm still trying to find out. Hopefully, maybe this podcast will help me find out where that car raced because I know it raced here and I'm pretty sure it's a California car its whole life. So yeah. I'll have to try to, Has maybe to I'll make an episode about that. Yeah. That thing it's hard. Difficult. Cause I don't know the, the, the guy I got it from was not the, like not the original dude. He was like a family friend or something like that. And it, it, it like skipped the guy like passed away. I think, I don't know. It was a weird story and I was just trying to get out of there hoping it, they wouldn't like say you know what let me let me let me ask for more mo- more money or something you yeah know? but anyways yeah that was a That's hell of a cool. deal thank you hero for that you're welcome i also found funny thing i'm on the tee with craigslist in like offer up i also found a pup for our buddy the guy the guy that sold me martin that sold me the subframe i got him a pup too a black pup he found up in oregon he bought that instantly, so that's part of in LA now too. So, I've I've actually sold a lot of cars to the group of like of guys. Like I'm like, hey, I'm gonna buy and sell. I should and get some commission, but um, no, Ricky's just, always finding uh, parts, and you're always finding the cars. Cool cars, yeah. And I have this fascination. Yeah. Like I think that's why I like SoCal Classic Mini so much, and like keeping it going every month because it's like, who has a Mini? Like I need to know. Like, I'm like a nerd. I'm like, I need, I know pretty much like maybe 70 minis in Southern California, at least that have come out to our meet or reached out, you know, and they're just hiding in people's. I know guys with 12 minis. I know guys with eight minis. Like, there's, it, it, it's, it's a disease, guys. I'm just like, you know, it's an it's a, it's a <laughs> it's epidemic. The it's the mini life. And, and it's, yeah, you mentioned it. earlier you're always uh, spotting them, and, and I, I rarely see them where I'm at. Um, mm, it's pretty much me. Yeah. There's another guy, I'm drawing a blank on his name, really nice guy. He has a, a, a Morris Cooper S Mark I, a Morris Cooper S, that's uh, somewhere around here in Ventura, too. Uh, but other than that, I never see I never see them unless I come to a, a, a cruise or something like that. Interesting. Yeah, it's been yeah, pretty often. I mean, I mean, I was in dead center downtown Los Angeles, so I mean, it's the epicenter of like yeah. everything. And That's every time true. I do see someone, I'm like, "What's your name? Where'd you get it from?" And, <laughs> and that's why I do these runs every month with SoCal Classic Minis, you know, just so we can see them all and bring have a reason for people to bring them out. And it brings joy, man. And I mean, like that's the. Yeah, that's the reason why I wanted to do this podcast is because I love going to the meets and just talking to the people and hearing their stories, how they found it, where they found it, the sketchy yeah. stories behind it. It's fun. I, yeah. I I really enjoy it, and that's the whole premise behind this podcast. Yeah. And um, you know, it kind of it kind of started when I was able to go to meet because I never took my like BMW Mini to any meets. Like mm-hmm. that's not 
fun for me. But ever since I got yeah. the Classic Mini, outside of Canyon Runs, it's like Cars and Coffee, then Canyon Runs, and yeah. it's fun to just talk to all the people, meet yeah. them. It's fun. I like it. And it's crazy how, like, the Mini is allowed at every meet. Like, you can pull up to a Porsche meet and be accepted. And maybe mm-hmm. get the most attention rather mm-hmm. than the, the sea of Porsches or BMWs, whatever. Um, and, and the funny thing is that so many people have a story behind it too. Like my dad had one, my uncle had one. Da, 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 da. Um, yeah. I gotta tell you a story. Like I actually got pulled over one time in my mini and my wife was in the passenger seat since the, the left-hand driver side of the U S and she was on her phone. Right, right hand. Yeah. Drive. I have a right hand drive car. And the cop pulled us over because he saw her using her phone and driving or it looked like she was driving. And so I was like, <laughs> oh, shit, dude, I'm getting pulled over. I'm like, what did I do? I don't know what I did. So he comes up to the window, and he sees the steering wheel not where she was. And <laughs> I was on the other side. And he was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I thought she was driving and texting on her phone. And he's like, your car is great. My uncle had one. I'm like, what? Your uncle had one? I'm like, who's your uncle? I need to know. And we started talking, but no, I mean, it kind of just like, I was like, maybe I shouldn't talk to this cop anymore. So he let us go. I mean, it was a funny story. First time I got pulled over in the mini and it was because they thought she was driving. So just know if you're a passenger, if you have a owner right hand drive mini, don't let them be on their phone next to a cop in LA. (laughs) That's pretty funny. I remember you telling me that story before. Wow. But even he, his uncle had a mini, like everyone had some connection or correlation to this car and that's what makes them so cool and and not like any other car i've ever driven or owned so um it's amazing i concur i concur um so real quick two nine nine eights what's the third one all right so the motor's in running great drove it around for two months max and our buddy, I think we mentioned him, um, Taiki, you know, yep. our boy. He's been on he's every a, episode so far. I think he's on every episode. <laughs> he actually lives four-minute walking distance from me right now, I swear. And one minute. I didn't know that. Distance. Okay. Yeah, so I actually come visit him and see his projects all the time. But he's like, guys, I have a 1275 just laying around. You guys want it? And I'm like, 1275, <laughs> more power. Vizard says more power, more better. And I, <laughs> you know, everyone knows the 1275 is the best motor for your mini to upgrade and to tune up, right? So I was like, I want it now. It came out of a wrecked car, actually, a, a car that has been in the group by four different owners. Um, <laughs> I think it was passed on from Mike in Burbank over to Taiki to over to someone else to someone else. And I have the motor. And I needed the motor, so picked it up. It was a, from a Rover, I think JDM spec, um, SPI carbureted, or it was carbureted Rover maybe. Um, yeah. And it was the red block. So got that. Same thing as the 998 SW5 cam. Not the same. I bought a new SW5 cam, dual timing chain kit, high lift rockers, the whole shebang. I got some nice CNC bits too from, um, I forgot their name, but uk motorsport or something is it uh d oh dsn dsn motorsport yeah yeah yeah. they're Mm -hmm. dude their parts are amazing and not too expensive um but like soup that up brand new clutch brand new everything again same concept right everything was ready to go 
and to pop in, I was like, should I do it? I've only put that 998 in like five months ago. And I'm like, might as well. I'll keep that one as a spare, you know? <clears throat> and there's a few things you have to swap out, by the way, like your radiator bracket. A few things are different, but relatively it's, it's the same. Um, put the dual carbs on there too, so easy money. Swapped it, took it in. Um, now that's what's currently in my car right now. And it runs amazing, except there's this rattle sound, which I can't seem to figure out. And uh, we know what it is. I think we know what it is because you had the same rattle. We know what it is. <laughs> and I was like, all this, I'm like, this is it. I'm done. Like, this is my power plant. I'm not changing anything anymore. I'm like tired of taking motors out. I don't want to do it anymore. It runs so fast. It goes 80 miles an hour now. So just know if your car is going 55 miles an hour, something is up. You can, can you cruise at 80? Yeah. I'm like 75. I'm like pushing. I don't have a tack still. I need so, to do that one day. So you have a, what a, a final drive then is that? It might be like the 3.2 or something like that. Cause the less, uh, the smaller your final drive, the more higher weight speed you can go. So like a 3.44 is like more city, I guess. See, um, I think you have something smaller because I'm pretty sure I have a 3.2 something. Mm-hmm. Are you going I 75? Can, well, I, I can go 90 something, but wow. it's screaming. <laughs> right, but that's pretty good. I've I hit, think, yeah. I've hit like 90, I don't know, 95 on the open roads where it was legal. Wow, I don't think I could agree in, in Mexico. Oh, um, but cruising speed is comfortable around 65. At like maybe thirty five hundred at four thousand, I'm seventy ish. Is that wow. kind of about where you're at? Yeah, don't have a tech yet. I've been wanting one for years. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is so typical mini stuff. I love it. This cracks me up. <laughs> My mileage well, I is hope... yeah. No, no, go, go. My mileage is still eight nine 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 on all three motors <laughs> and no tech. But it. the speedo works, right? Yeah, speedo works. Because yeah. the the just the it doesn't uh, it isn't, <laughs> the yeah. mileage doesn't take over. Yep, yep, yep. Well, I hope you. Uh, I hope you pull. Do you still have the nine nine eight with the the SW five cam? I just sold it. Actually, sold it to <sighs> a buddy who who really needed it. I wanted to hold on to it. Um, it was such a great mode transmission. It was so buttery. Um, yeah. But I thought I, ha- I thought I was going to keep it for a long time, but then that's what's going on with that rattle and that 1275. So mm-hmm. now I, I'm in the works of doing a D-series Honda swap. So, Ooh, see, that was – okay. That was my next question because I, I don't know if this was an old picture or just a random picture. You posted your engine with, like, the subframe out of the car. Was that when you were doing the swap before? Yeah, that was the swap before. Okay, I I almost had a heart attack the other night when I saw that. I was like, is he? Did he just drop that? And he's doing the Honda swap already? <laughs> no, um, oh, but that's man. next. So you know, Honda swap is next. I have a D sixteen Y eight ready. Painted it Moa green. Um, it does look good. It does, it look, does good. look good. It does look pretty natural. Um, but I think I just want to try all the power power plants in the mini. But I am keeping the twelve seventy five. I'm going to figure out that oh, rattle. That was my next question <clears throat> is if uh, it's selling, it's selling to me. Oh, Because oh, A-Series for life. A-Series for life? Ooh. <laughs> I would like to believe that the D-Series Honda motor was part of BMC's idea because A, B, C, D. So, you know. There you go. Hey, that works. <laughs> uh, I'll accept that. Listen, I'm, I'm, it's not for me. Because I feel like the classic Mini is the quirks is of the A-Series and all that. Yeah. But 
there's no uh, the reason I probably haven't haven't test driven one of you guys yet because I probably will actually like it and want to switch switch, yeah. but I'm not going to do it. Not just know it. too, just know too that it is reversible. So I am not cutting any of the mini loom. I am running okay. Honda loom for Honda and then mini for mini stuff like headlights, brake lights, and all that. Um, okay. And the only thing that is unreversible is cutting out the fender wells, right? So it's okay. You can put the mm-hmm. A series. Even back that, in. even that, you can. Yeah, even that, you can yeah, still so. uh, weld in new I, inner panels. Then. Yeah. And I'm not. I don't want to buy another mini for this. I want to use Morris as my platform to experience all types of power. Points. It'll look good. It'll look good. And you had the the short stint with um, Sage. The the was it a D swap? Yeah, I a... had um, for a second. Shout outs to Angelo. Missed that car. Love yeah. that car. Um, but I had a '73 Clubman um, from Australia. So Australia doors with a crack mm-hmm. window clubman um with a d15b in it so carbureted so it wasn't a d16 fuel injected it was like this rare jdm slash australia only motor for Mahonda, and it was dual carbureted d15 and dude that thing was spinning tires on first gear second gear <laughs> like and, and it was a d15 so not the most powerful but dude that thing was awesome and I yeah that car was real cool I really liked that one yeah um but dude once you drive Honda it's like wow oh D-series I've never driven a B or K whatever any of those but the D-series is like I think just enough power again stock mini suspension so we didn't lose any of that handled just as good and my gosh it was just 100 horsepower under stress like you know kind of makes sense (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about with Cole. I was laughing the last episode is because yeah. he was he made two hundred horsepower with his turbo. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, yeah. He tuned it down a little bit, but um, yeah. I mean, it's it's tough because it, it you know it it still is an A series and it's under probably a lot more stress with the turbo. I'm curious yeah. of what the that jet motors just kind of plug and play and don't mess with anything else. I wonder how much that kind of produces. Yeah, I'm super excited for that jet motors kit too. Um like it doesn't run an intercooler. So that means really low boost but plenty of boost for a mini power plant and you don't have to tube all this like intercooler stuff and it looks yeah. it looks great. I mean, yeah, it does. It it's yeah. it seems really fun. I mean, I've watched yeah. his videos and it's very tempting. But yeah. uh, hopefully, one of us will get it so I can hope test her out. It. Yeah, totally. Where did uh where'd Sage end up? Do you do we know? So know went to um, the, the next guy, and I think yeah, he went to sold the next. It, didn't he? I think so. I think somebody offered him. So I sold it to have a down payment for my home. So sad. I regret. I wish I could have kept it and had it in my yard too but things had happened <laughs> um and then he had it he did a full swap on it too and really got it where it should be and then i think he got offered some money now somewhere someone in the west side owns it it's still in california i know that someone in the okay, west side has good. it so it's still here haven't seen it on maybe. one of our meets yet so I'm i was gonna say to maybe she'll pop up soon i hope so we'd love to see that sage again. was good sage was good uh, any um, memorable uh, moments, experiences? I know that you did um, some really cool wedding photos with Morris um, 
or engagement <clears throat> photos maybe did was yeah. was morris your uh your like limousine at, at the end of your wedding no i mean <laughs> that would have been awesome um i don't know it's funny because i i'm me and my wife are we, we call each other dinks right like dual income no kids and all of our family <laughs> all of our family call us things we're actually dink wads now which is dual income no kids with a dog um, but <laughs> that's me and my wife. That's me and my wife. Yeah, that's, you, guys are, that's you, guys awesome. are, you guys are dinkwads. Dinkwads. Um, yeah. Dinkwads. With, with a dog, that. with a dog, with a dog. Um, and so yeah, yeah, Morris yeah. was yeah, always part of our family. And, um, so everyone's like, Hey, how's it going here? Um, hey, how's Morris doing? I'm like, Morris is great. <laughs> He's chilling in my backyard right now. Um, and so, yeah, definitely had, um, wanted to have Morris in our engagement shoot and in our you know, part of our wedding because it's part of our family. So yeah, we drove up um, Highway 39, Azusa Canyon Crest, whatever, and or GMR, Glendora Mountain Road, and took some crazy cool engagement photos on like a random Sunday. So it was pretty dead. Um, and it was awesome. Yeah, Morris is part of the family, man. Like three engine swaps in, we have history, cruise, COVID cruises and meeting all of you guys and it's seriously the best investment I've ever had like ever. And it's brought so much joy to, and headaches, but mostly joy. Um, <laughs> mostly joy. Mostly joy, but it hasn't never let me down either. It's never broken down. Either. But yeah, engagement shoots, um, cruises and, um, and at our wedding. Yeah. It was like all over our images. It's in just our wedding engagement photos in our house now. So I get to see it all the time. Yeah, everyone go follow uh, Hero and Co. Yeah, Co. And you'll see some some really good shots. You you do some amazing shots with uh, your minis. You're you're pretty an artistic guy, I would oh, say. Thanks, and it's uh, I, I like following your uh, Instagram. Yeah. Um. And now I know you mentioned it a little bit about road bikes. I'm just curious how long you've been doing that. I yeah, feel like I mean... a lot of people that are into cars are kind of into bikes or mountain bikes. I didn't talk about with Cole, but I'm pretty sure he does either oh, yeah, road bikes mountain or mountain bikes. bikes. Yeah. And Ricky, I'm pretty sure, has his road bike attached to his pup. I've seen you do it on your yep. roof rack before. Yeah. Um, been cycling since maybe eight years now. So before in the cars, I was hugely into bikes, right? Like everything, like tinkering and getting the best parts and getting dual carburetors. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but it was like uh, it was like rowdy. I was uh yeah I started in high school traded an Xbox 360 for a single speed um then I've I've probably had over 20 25 bikes ever since and now I I downsized my collection I have six bikes which is one for every occasion I have a gravel bike two road bikes fixed gear bike actually two gravel bikes so that's six two two and one single speed so had a mountain bike don't do that anymore but i think a gravel bike is the way to go and um funny thing i have like all of my cycling buddies that i talk with all the time about bike geeky stuff and then i have all my mini friends and i talk about all the geeky mini stuff so it's cool to have both like i can just get into my hobbies and just talk about random knickknacks and dumb things and you think i know a lot about minis you shouldn't think about bikes like i know like the millimeter <laughs> spec of an axle from like front to back <laughs> and like hydraulic sure it's fluid. Similar, right? it is similar it's like a bunch of geeky stuff you don't need to know that no one else ever cares about but if you're in it right you're in it and do yeah, you I have love the bikes. david Vizard uh uh how to tune a road bike or <laughs> <laughs> that's funny 
it's like yo there's like so there's like this weight weenie thing right i think that's like a a thing for cars too right getting your car too super yeah so a weight weenie is somebody that's scared of things weighing so much so they like shave their handlebars a little shorter to save an extra gram and carbon fiber this and carbon fiber that but like right um, right yeah so there's definitely geeky stuff like on how to make your bike lighter but a lighter bike doesn't mean a faster bike um it's all about the rider no matter what you got to do the time um yeah i try to ride knowledge bombs try to ride once twice three times a week and that's for sure ongoing if i don't ride i feel like crap so bikes and cars all day every day yeah good i've always wanted to kind of get into it just never have it seems it's probably best i don't because i'd probably yeah. go down that rabbit hole it's too. a rabbit hole and <laughs> and then you know what's funny it's like actually like pricing wise like a set of four mini wheels like i got made from force racing with tires was like 1200 bucks i've spent 1200 bucks on one rim on a bicycle like yikes and so yeah, pretty, pretty and it's kind of like huh? it's pretty pricey like my bikes aren't cheap and like actually one of my bikes might be worth the same cost as my mini as i got it from like for how much i got it for so like it ain't right. cheap and then ever since i got into minis i'm like oh my gosh parts are so cheap like yeah. a bike handlebar <laughs> part, right? a bike handlebar was 300 dollars for carbon fiber because they're all like what, i was gonna say carbon fiber and stuff yeah. yeah and then i'm like holy crap i got a set of tires for 300 bucks that's a cheap deal so Yikes. it's good to have the, oh bike tires 150 bucks there's 150 dollar bike tires and mini tires, Advans from mini spares is only eighty bucks. <laughs> eighty bucks, yeah. What the? Um, wow, it's, it's wild. The cycling industry has a, has everyone on on edge for sure. Um, Dang. Yeah. Wow. All right. So I'm definitely not doing that. Uh, Just so you know, I'll go to Walmart get a fixie. So I think those are like eighty bucks right now. <laughs> so there we go, and it'll probably break in two seconds. Yeah, but... <laughs> Oh man, tell me about um I I love I love mini names too. I love car names. Um sometimes it's hard for me to find them out or or figure out what my car's name. I still haven't named my Cooper S yet. I'm still like right. I can't. It's got to come to you, right? Yeah. But your mini so you, name you do a really gold tooth. My Craig. my uh, Yeah, his his name is actually Reggie Cray, but he goes by Gold Tooth. Gold Tooth Cray because he had one gold wheel when I first got him. Mm, didn't up. know that that's cool so red uh, uh reggie and ronald cray were the cray twins they were like uh british gangsters back in the day and i didn't like ronald so i picked reggie sorry if your name is wrong <laughs> <with> somebody <laughs> i just like it just fit better reggie cray yeah <laughs> that's cool i had no idea that one came pretty that, that one came pretty quick but um i i love your other two cars names are um uh, Tonkatsu, which yep. is a K K truck, and yep. Rover. Your or no, sorry, Forest. Your yes. new uh, Range Rover Classic. Yeah. Um, Tell us yeah, a little so bit about those. Real I quick. have uh, yeah. So on top of Morris, I have a '94 Suzuki Carry, a little K truck Suzuki, named Tonkatsu because that's my preferred ramen broth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so the funny thing, it's also a play on like Tonka, a Tonka truck. Um, yeah, yeah, it is yeah. a truck. It's very capable. It's four by four. Has diff lock, all that. Um, and so, yeah, Tonka Tonkatsu because it's Japanese, and that's the name for him. And then just picked up a '92 Range Rover Classic, um, which I've been wanting. So ever since I'm on Craigslist back in the day, I've always was Craigslisting 
minis and then right after i'm done with minis like nothing was new i would go to range rover classic i don't know something about the boxy british unchanged similar aesthetics as the mini um mm-hmm. you know like owned by rover tossed around by leland and all the crazy you know when hasn't changed since 1970 um love that <laughs> truck and i finally found one for a ridiculous price and I was like, I didn't pass it up. And I've been restoring that one ever since. Named that one Forrest because I love the name Forrest, but everyone has a bad depiction of Forrest because they always think of Forrest Gump. I, I wanted to name my kid Forrest. I was like, Forrest is such a cool name. And I, a green, Artemis green Range Rover Classic. Can't name my kid Forrest, so I'm going to name my car Forrest. <laughs> it fits. I didn't think of Forrest Gump right off the bat. It's Forrest because it's green. It's yeah, like it's a, green. Yeah, it's a so. nice, for, you know... But, BRG or Forest Green, whatever yeah, it is. I wish. Yeah, those yeah. are cool. I'm, I'm I'm super pumped when I saw the uh, the Range Rover Classic. I really yeah. like those two, but uh, I'll yeah, probably okay. the British not, not... Tri- just need what just need another British car to have a British trifecta. You know? <laughs> Why? Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I need one more. There you go. You need one more. We both need one more. I think I think we all need one extra mini. I think everyone What's needs the, two what... classic minis. I think I think two is a good sweet spot. I mean, I, I obviously so. want more because I want, you know, different variants. But yeah. um, two's a handful. I think I'm still looking. I need one to drive, one to mess with. Exactly. Constantly. Hundred yeah. percent. But I end up messing with both of them constantly. So. <laughs> <laughs> I would love I an know. MK1 shell. If anyone has a random shell laying around listening to this podcast, I think we all want an Somebody MK1 help shell. this man out. Somebody help um, this man out. Get him a Mark 1. Let's I go. I love... Dude, so I would say, like, I would always see minis, right? I was in San Diego one time, and there was this random car parade coming through, and there was a bunch of race cars, like, no plates, and this gray mini, all gray, full cage, A-series souped up, like, you know, steel wheels and Hoosier tires. I was like, dude, this is sick. And ever since I saw that, like, this was what, before owning Morris, I've always wanted to build an MK1 race car. Like, Where was street this? legal, street legal one. San Diego. Just random. Dang. It was wow. sick. I've never seen that many again, but like, once you have Hoosier tires, you're like, okay, you must be no, you, you must know cars. Like, you must yeah, be racing. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I Never think I'm gonna throw some Hoosiers on the 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 S. I, I want to do that. You should. Um, Jet Motors sells them if anyone is interested. But pretty hefty <laughs> for a race. Now race I know. Yeah. Now I know. Yep. All right, Hero, are you ready? I'm ready. What's going on? It is time for the Patty Probe. Dun, oh. dun, 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 dun. Now, Patty Probe is rapid fire or you can uh, elaborate on these questions cool. but you must answer them question number one what is your favorite mini variant everyone's gonna hate me but it is the 1999 to 2000 rover mini sports pack that's why do that you like that one so always much? been my dream mini that was the mini i've always wanted hence why i saying i got morris didn't not the one i wanted i wanted wide 13 inch wheels with those rover yep. wheels and then i wanted the wide sports pack fender flares that's what i've always wanted yeah. and yeah, okay. um that's been my dream mini still is in brg with um that crazy silver interior that's what I. Wanted. oh yeah yeah that, those are those are kind of yeah. those are kind of bougie inside 
They are, and they have airbags. Like that's what I want. <laughs> that's like my dream. Yeah, the, if I were to have one to daily, that would be it. That uh, all right? I'm down with that. I would I would right. daily one of those. That'd be kind of fun. Totally. I also found one here on Craigslist or somewhere. It was in San Clemente, and for ten thousand dollars, and I sent that to the group, and now someone, our buddy Josh, has it. And I wish I found that. <laughs> oh, is that his? Yeah, yeah that's his. I'm like, that's what I wanted. I, I gave How it away. many minis? Dude, when are you just going to keep it? I mean, listen, if it's something nice, maybe share it. But if it's something that you want, well, <laughs> I'm just never ready. I'm just never ready. It's really funny that every, like, pretty much every single one that you've sent, someone's picked up. Someone's picked up. It's like a deal you can't pass. Yeah. Um, yeah like, no, they really are. There's some good deals you find. He drove, he literally next day saw that ad. And drove up the next day and bought it. <laughs> Dang, that's pretty much what I did with that S. I, I hit oh, yeah. him up. My wife, my wife hit him up, and then we went up, got a truck and trailer, went up. Yeah. Next question: How many people have you fit in your mini? I have fit four, including me. So three passengers. Um, my nieces and nephews were visiting in town, and they wanted boba. So I'm like, let's take the mini, and they're like, hell yeah. <laughs> And we fit comfortably in there. There are, what, 15-year-old, 12-year-old, and 8-year-old. So I think that's Sir Alec Isagonis would be proud of yeah. you. Yeah. Four adults, and I don't yeah. know, man. I don't know what you're – drink some more gin, bro, or whatever he had in his door pockets. But four kids is great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, have you hauled anything weird in your mini? No. Or big? I, mm, I don't have a pup, so – like Ricky does, which is super cool. But I've hauled, oh, I've hauled tires for Tonkatsu, all four of them. I had to get my there tires in. It was the only two car procedure because my wife took the daily and had all four tires swapped out. Luckily, K truck tires are only 12 inches, which is in the mini realm <laughs> um, and not like 16 inches. But yeah, I'm through two on my roof rack and two in the back. That's good to go. Nice, nice. Okay, okay. All right, this is a tricky one. A-Series, Honda Swap, or other? Ooh, I'm currently right now A-Series um, until I do the D-Series myself. And then maybe after the D-Series, I might go EV just so I can experience that too. I know, I know. But I would like to experience all platforms in this beautiful, amazing car. So We're um, very inclusive here at Mini Life. I, yeah. I support you. I support yeah, you. So I bet it would be really fun. The only thing that uh would probably drive me nuts is just all the creaks and rattles like it would have to be done really well because i can't really imagine well. it just being so quiet to hear every little clunk like yeah bother me but then you would li- be able to listen to your bluetooth speaker that's true <laughs> <laughs> good point good point <laughs> uh what is your favorite mini modification and or favorite mini modification you have done um, flares and the front slip from Classic Minis Japan. I think um, I had no flares, I had no lip, and I think that's the look I like, kind of like the JDM sporty look. And I still, every time I go out for my car, I think that front lip is like game changer to me. Um, yeah, it and, does look good. And group two on the sides, like it just looks right. Good combo, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like I, I've never even wanted to change it. Like I've I want to change it, but then I'm like, I can't. This is the best look, I think, for me. Yeah, there's some things that you do aesthetically that just look 
good and it just fits your car and that if you ever took it off it it kind of just it's not morris anymore totally. it's not reggie you know what i mean exactly this is a trick question 10 inch 12 inch or 13 inch 10 inches or bust but you just said your favorite mini is the 13 inch sport pack you're right if i bought a 2000 <laughs> if you bought that MPI one <laughs> sports pack. but i don't i somehow have a 70s 60s 70s mk1s 10 inch wheels man i mean that look that tire that 165 70 look dude oh my gosh it's perfect too good too, too good. good i agree too i good. agree what's your favorite wheel Ooh, interesting i think i have it i think it is the lp 918 reverse steelies that i got from mm -hmm. you me yeah i'm sad i missed those oh, I, I didn't do? want to but you know Sometimes, I'm glad yeah. you're using them. I'm see. I'm telling you, this is why we're all here. This network of minis yep. and friends, and yep. it's amazing. But I think that has been my favorite wheel. That reverse slip steel steelies on a classic car is like my ish. Like, and then I have it yeah, on they some, look good. some Dunlop um, RS Sports or whatever. I had them on Advans. No, I didn't. I had Advans on my. Oh, you have them on like that classic Dunlop tread pattern. Those yeah, are, classic those tread are real pattern. cool. Yeah. Yeah, then, those are real cool. Yeah. I switched between that and then my I have a Force Racing custom CNC set with like the meshies. So like the SSR meshy mm -hmm. look with the gold. I switch between that. If I want the JDM look, I go meshies. If I want the classic race look, I go LP918 with the, yeah. the Dunlops. You're, surprisingly, your car works really well with both. Like uh, the old English white you painted, those... Um, Oh yeah, steelies uh, yeah, fit so good with your like that orange color in person. Yeah, but in you know the gold really accents it well well too for the somehow I don't know how it. either. Yeah, it really yeah it's, it's, <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't think, but it looks really good. Yeah, yeah. All right, this is one of my favorite questions. If your mini could talk, what do you think it would say? Also, sub question mm. to it. What kind of accent would it have, and who would the best actor to play that voice? I think um, my car is from New Zealand. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if Crocodile Dundee is from New Zealand, but I think he would have something <laughs> along the line. I don't think he is. Oh, <laughs> I don't no? think he is. But the, I, think I don't think that... so. I could be wrong. I could be I wrong. I could be I'm wrong. Sure. I could be getting my geography messed up, but I think it's more of that, like, outdoorsy you know like cracky you know type of or unless that's someone else too is that someone else is that is that steve you, you might be pissing off uh <laughs> australian <laughs> listener listeners right now sorry but I yeah think crocodile dundee is australian outback oh there you go sorry new zealand's <laughs> close enough i'm sorry guys it's the line uh, us stupid americans i know we're done <laughs> That would be his voice. What would he say? What would Morris say? Morris would say, um, I don't know, that rattling sound. We just start making noises. Pretty much. Wow. What I think he he'd, just be, he'd just be rattling all the He's time. Just rattling. You could, all you the should, time. You, isn't uh, Russell Crowe? We can pick Russell Crowe. He's uh, New Zealand, I think. Ooh. All right. I think. All right. Russell Crowe is Make, what Morris Russell Crowe like. making a rattling noise. All right, there we go. <laughs> nice. All right, and to close it out, the most pain in the ass job maintaining or restoring your mini. 
Oh my gosh, I have one. Um, on the original subframe, which I sold to someone in our group, I didn't tell you, but that axle <laughs> bolt that is holding the top arm in is stuck in that subframe. That's why I sold it. <laughs> but I did everything you could possibly do to remove the cone. All I wanted to do was remove the rubber donut. And it was pretty much a pancake already, but that top arm wouldn't come out. And I torched it. I burned it. I pulled it. I used the pull. I got, uh, I don't fucking know. That axle going through that top arm through the side frame will not come out. Um, that was think. the worst thing. So I got the... I'm trying to... The two, I got the back bolt off in the back of the subframe, like towards okay. the back. And then there's the two bolt, the two, the face plate that has the two bolts that holds right. the axle thingy. Yep. Take that out. Um, and that little, the spline, like where the bearings sit in, that thing, that whole thing in there, it just wouldn't come out. It couldn't take the top off. Really? Didn't take the top off. So you, uh, Torched I'm it, trying to think. It. You couldn't cut it. You couldn't cut it out. I'm trying to think of what it looks like in there. You would have to cut, get a blade right in between the subframe and um, the top arm, right? Which is where it has like a little seal. You would have to get it through there to cut it off. Wait, so you got the back bolt out? We're going down a rabbit hole right now. You got the back bolt out that's <laughs> close to the cabin, right? Yeah, that's and the you one got the two on front, the front. You got the two front plates out? Yeah, so the front plate was just chilling like on, yeah. Pretty so much. then it was just like rusted in there and it wouldn't slide I think so, through. yeah. It oh, wouldn't slide weird. through. It wouldn't come out. Mm. I did everything. Um, mm. Sorry, but someone in the group has that subframe. Just like, you know, that top arm is stuck. But maybe it might be easier because it's out. But it was in my car. I want. I was doing it in my car. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Once um, it's in the, yeah. <laughs> just now. That was the worst thing I think I've ever wow. worked on. And wow. I, had to get, I got a new subframe. I got lucky. Yeah, well, and then I did it on awesome. the new subframe and it pulled out like, like, like butter like, butter like so easy yeah like, that's, oh, what wow. should, that's what i was gonna say I was, that's weird hmm all right interesting must yep. just be really rusted in there hero yep. any closing comments where where do people find you i know we plugged your uh instagram yep. a little bit anything else you want people to know um no i mean give me a follow at hero and co if you don't want to follow me that's cool follow at socal classic minis because i would like to see your mini if you're in southern california we do a run every month um, or try to, and um, and just we've gotten thirty minis at one time, twenty five, twelve, mostly twelve is a good magic number that minis come out. So if you have a mini, you're in SoCal, give us a follow. I post a flyer up every month, and come on out, I'll give you a free sticker. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks guys for watching. See you on the next episode of Mini Life. See you guys.